favor. This is one more. Hi, this is Richie, and welcome to Otra Por Favor. As you guys know, our podcast is about football, vida, and cultura. And thank you for, for you know, listening to our, our, our content or watching it and, and every platform that we have it available. I appreciate you guys. And uh, also appreciate every guest that's been here. Um, today, it's a, it's a quick, quick recording, and it's just based more so on, on my impressions of the game against Mazatlán FSA. Um, for those of you that don't know, we are currently playing the Leagues Cup and our group is with Mazatlán FC and Juárez FC. The first game against Mazatlán was on Friday, July 21st. Um, it was a result that wasn't favorable. Uh, a little bit about the game. We started the first half. It was 0-0. Pretty, 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 uh, I would say both teams were conserving their energy for the second half. It was hot out there. It was over 100 degrees. And we started seeing more action in, in the first half. Uh, I think right after, you know, the, the, the kickoff of the second half, a minute 49, Josue Coleman scored the first goal. And then we have a, a response to that with a penalty kick uh, executed by Diego Fagundes. Um, but right after that, Andres Montano scored the, the second goal for Mazatlan, which now plays them two to one. Uh, everyone in the stadium that was there was, you know, hopeful that after Fagu scored, we would be in a different position. Unfortunately, Mazatlan had a, a quick response and it was uh, very sudden. Uh, on my side, I was actually uh, finishing the, uh, the edit of Fagu's uh, penalty kick. And when I look up and someone got my attention, pretty much, you know, thinking of or saying like, hey, what the hell happened? And I look up and they're, you know, they're celebrating on the other side of the stadium. I'm on the south end and Mazatlan was shooting on the north end. So that's where the goal happened at the Q2. So um, and then after that, we we did see Austin FC come in and, and, and create more chances and opportunities to score. The ball was, you know, it, it was, it was, it was very disputed between both teams because Austin FC was trying to make the, you know, the comeback or tie the game, and Mazatlan wanted to to either keep the score or they wanted to to add more for the goal differential in the in the group stage. Um, one thing that I that I that I noticed it was just uh, a very tough game. It, it was an intense game, and and I think both teams, you know, for for the second half. Considering the amount of injuries Austin FC had, um, physically you, you can see them. They were going at it. They were, you know, they were they were doing everything possible. But there's a couple of things that that uh, I think why the result didn't go in our favor. Um, the result was three one. Austin FC lost. And one thing that I that I wanted to just point out is the the preparation of the pregame preparation, the pregame form, Austin FC was coming from, uh, you know, uh, uh, they were starting to to build momentum from previous games and, and they were winning some meaningful games where 
you have, a, you know, especially against Kansas City that, you know, they blew us out in Kansas. So we came here and beat them. So we, we, we thought that would help us carry the momentum over to, to this, you know, game against Mazatlan. But one thing that I, I noticed from, from our side, from Austin FC, is, is there wasn't really much preparation, I would say, or, or the, the, the analysis of how Mazatlan plays. I, I don't think we did the adequate work to, to understand how they played or what they did. Uh, I, I believe Wolf uh, maybe thought it would be enough to just play with the Wolf ball. Now, also, there were several injuries that Austin FC had. It was Deruzzi was gone. Um, Danny Pereira was also injured. Leo Bison is still injured. He's going to be out for a couple more months. Rigoni is out as well as Alex Ring. So, would you know, is, is that something that, that uh, ended up harming us? And if they were, in, you know, starting the game, would that change something? We don't know. Um, but at the end of the day, the, the game still had to be played. And... Now, looking at the other side, what I noticed from, from Mazatlan is I noticed the, the coach really understood what they wanted to do and how they wanted to play against Austin FC. Um, I was part of the press conference, and what I noticed is how uh, Rescalvo, their coach, he pretty much talked about what Austin FC would, how would they play like, and then how would they counter the the possession Austin FC had and and basically allow them to to play in the wings and transitions as we usually do, but cut the spaces and not let any any balls go through the the you know the area where Austin FC was attacking. Um, they they uh, their their coach Rescalo also pointed out how their goal was to shut down or or minimize the effect of Valencia and Fagundes. Um, and, and also looking at, uh, looking at Sardes starting the first, you know, the, the, the game as, as, as our striker, he really didn't have much chance to move around or every time he would go somewhere, I noticed through, through, uh, like my lens in the camera that he was, he was isolated. Uh, Uruti came in and it was a sort of a similar situation for, for him against the defenders of Mazatlan because they were, they were playing Pretty up, pretty uptight in the back, and after you know after Uruti came out, then Bruin came in, and he he had a little more openness, but that's because of the 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 inertia of the game, and where the game was heading because you had Mazatlan attacking a little more or counterattacking any anything that we would give him. Um, so it was a, a like I said earlier, not a favorable. Uh, result, but one thing that I that I want to point out also is just the 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 where where do we go next or what's going to happen next? What what do you guys think what would happen with the team now that we're going to play Juarez on Saturday the 29th and Mazatlan is going to be playing Juarez on on Tuesday the 25th I believe. So next game is going to be a crucial game because you're not playing three games as a usual group where you have four teams, you're now just playing two games uh, with three, you know, three teams in the group. And, and that changes a lot of things because now you have to look at the, the goal differential and also our team's uh, 
fitness or, or, or more so our, the, 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 the state of, you know, the, the, the health situation, the injuries, you know, who's, who's injured and who's not going to be around. That, that's, that's starting to, to cause, uh, it's starting to take a toll on, on the team and it's starting to, to wear down what Austin FC is trying to do, especially Coach Wolf, his plan, uh, not having to keep players there. So, however, I don't want the, the I don't want this to to be sort of an excuse for us to to let Josh Wolf off the off the hook. Um, but he is also responsible for for any decisions that were made. Um, I, I believe we all have our, our approaches and how this would have you know been planned. I have my own approach. I have my own way of thinking. I I, I thought you know my. My, my thinking was is when the transfer window comes to come in and bring in a couple of players that know La Liga and Mekis. Um, and, and then I can help you understand a little more of how Mazatlan and Juarez will play or are going to play. So uh, maybe, maybe, you know, the, 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 the uh, call-up of a player like Alonso Ramirez would have helped out uh, if if Damir Rodriguez, I know he had an injury from Austin FC too, uh, he would have also helped out, and and as well as Cristobella, even though you know they're still young, but who knows? Uh, I, it's up in the air. I think now that the the one thing is just looking forward to what is going to happen against Juarez, and see where where we're going to go from there. Um, especially because we haven't really had the most favorable results against teams outside of the MLS. Uh, we haven't done well in the U.S. Cup, and we actually haven't done well in the two international tournaments that we played, or, you know, we're already playing one. Um, this, this sort of just brings back uh, a retrospective of, of what, what the, the intentions are for the, for the team. Um, are we going to be focusing more on, on just the MLS and not really worry about those, you know, international tournaments, or is is the future going to be built so Austin FC can compete in turn in four tournaments at a time, like how it's happening this season? Um, not not at a time, but in respectively, and in, in, in you know whenever they need to to be compete. So, what is Rodo going to do in regards to to you know? To his input, where where are we gonna go with with any signings that are done? Um, I know because of the limitations that Austin FC has with with the salary caps and and all the restrictions in in the league. Who can we bring in? Who can we let go? Um, it's gonna be a, a busy summer, and I think there might be some changes before the transfer window closes this summer. Um, but. I just want to also highlight that that uh, it was it was a bit uh, not frustrating, but it was a bit uh, a bit of a. I mean, of course, it, it's it's a negative result, but I did I did see the, the the players in the mix zone. Some of the players that we usually see pretty cheerful after a game, even even after a loss, or they're willing to to respond to to questions that the media has for them. They they felt disappointed in themselves. I think there was a lot of self-criticism that I noticed from some players. Um, I got a chance to ask Adam Lentbisk uh, a question and he pretty much talked about how it, it's, you know, everything falls on them at the end of the day because they're the ones in the pitch. And 
they needed to improve and, and, and work more to find a way to, to win this type of games. Um, I also spoke to Ruti and Ruti, he, 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 his idea was to give it more to the fan, especially in this new tournament. But it was tough for them because they don't know the, you know, the, the team. They don't play this type of teams every day. So it, uh, it comes down to us, to the preparation of, you know, where, where you know, what, what is, you know, the, these coaching staff, which, what information are they giving to the players? And I mean, looking at looking at uh, Mazatlan players' responses, of course, after they win, it's easier to to answer to the media. They pretty much talked about they wanted to win this as a collective, and they did. And they they knew that that uh, Austin FC was going to play a certain way, and they executed their game plan. Um, this this game right here against you know one not one of the the most recognizable teams in Mexico, or some might even say not the best team in Mexico, it should help us also f- uh, reflect on on football. Nothing is given. Um, you got to work for the result, and and you got to go out there and compete. And, and I think Austin FC has to find a way to learn how to compete in this tournament um, because over time this will this will affect. The relationship with the with the with the fanhood with with the fans. Sorry, I don't know if fanhood is a word, but with the fans, the the people that come in and support every game, um, it was a lot of a lot of uh, you know, not not the happiest faces I've seen in a while, or or it wasn't like the the best feeling at coming out of the stadium, whether it was from the players, from the coaching staff, and also just from the fans itself. Um, so. You know, I think as, as you know, we, we go in here, you know, my, my goal is, you know, going forward is not to really find a fault, but is find it what can be done next. You know, where can we go next to prepare or what can the team do better in the future? Uh, would it be maybe moving away and, and moving on from Josh Wolf? Whether it be uh, Rodo's input in the team? Um, you know, is, is what is he gonna tell Wolf going going forward in regards to this type of tournaments? Um, there's a lot of there's a lot that that I think we we don't realize, but it's it's at stake when we play international tournaments because it's not just the team, but it's also the league. It's it's the representation of even a country. Um, so I also want to point out something uh, very very quick before we, before I head out. Uh, I know that. Before the game, usually when there's international or national teams playing against each other, you hear the national anthem from both teams. And we didn't hear the Mexican anthem for this game, but we heard the, the U.S. anthem. Um, I have a friend that, that told me some, some information that might be helpful to, to clear up any, any miscommunication or clear up any, any, any negativity that could go around these this decisions. Uh, some of these decisions, from from what I heard, they're not they're not uh, based on what the MLS would would do or, or any saying the MLS will have, but it's more so from from what I heard, it's a, a state decision where if an, a sporting event is played in Texas, you have to play the U.S. national anthem, and when two clubs are playing against each other in other states, you don't have to. Um, now we don't know. It'll be good. Let me know if, if you know if you get find any research. Um, 
I would, or I can also find more research about it. But I think it, it, for my, my goal for this, you know, this specific uh, subject, subject is to to not take it overboard, or or you know, hopefully, not 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 take it as it's a it's an anti-country situation. Uh, I think it's situations or decisions that are out of the hands of the per people that are organizing this this tournament. And um, now the the one thing that we don't know. If, they're gonna play the national anthems for for you know for both teams on on the game between Juarez uh, Juarez and Mazatlan on Tuesday the 25th. So it's an interesting uh, interesting I would say take or interesting uh, decision if it's anything that the MLS can't do but they have to do because it's a state law. Um, we, we all know how sometimes some of the, the, the laws in, in, in the states or in the countries, we don't approve with it, we don't agree with it. But I just wanted to, to point it out. And, and, and uh, I think if it's up to me, you play both national anthems of the teams that are playing if they represent a different country. Uh, that way you're showing uh, a level of, you know, some you're cordial to, to the, the, the country of each team. That would be the best, you know, the safest uh, decision to make, in my opinion. Um, but anyways, I, I know we are going or seeing a lot of information and, and sometimes these type of games bring a lot of negativity or, or even confusion. And just just know that that any any point of view that you have, uh, you're, you have the right to, to, you know, to have it. You have the right to express yourself, but also just keep it in the lines of, of respect, um, it's a tough one. It's a tough. It's a very tough uh, pill to swallow, and especially losing two times in, in international games, it makes us look like we're not really paying attention to to any bubble outside of Austin. Um, I hope things are different in the future, and I hope the 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 team has a very favorable result against Juarez. But I also hope that this can be a learning lesson for everybody. This can be a learning lesson not just for 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 me, but also can be a learning lesson for the for the team, for the coaching staff, for the players, um, for for the fan, and and to to understand that the love of foot, the, the you know this this game of football, it's it's very it can be unpredictable, and we we've, we've experienced it uh, not just once but maybe three times in this past three years that, you know, that team's been around. So um, let me know your thoughts. And and uh, I'm going to be doing a, a couple more fan segment shows after our 100th episode. So, so shoot me an email, uh, ricardo at otra por favor. And let me know what you think or if you want to be part of it. And stay cool because it's hot outside. Se cuidan, se portan bien. Adios. <laughs>